Hello, welcome to News Pucks. It's Wednesday, the 26th of November 2008. There's a lot of anger and lethargy in the room today. This is the third, fourth time we've started News Pucks. Yeah, we keep getting disturbed. There's a sign on the door that says, Do not disturb, this means you. And then people just knock on the door and they say, Sorry, sorry, I know it says do not disturb, but I sort of disturb you anyway because I'm a cock end. Well, in fairness, he was trying to, you know. He was trying to help in a way. I know, but he says do not disturb. Uh, this means you. Okay, let's move on with the, the sign from the move on from the sign the door to, to, to the news. What do you think of our own, our very own British Fritzel? What do you think of him? Well, they've locked him up. The the kid should have said ages ago. Stop raping me and making me pregnant. Yeah, plenty of opportunities. You're asking for it then. Well, no, that's ridiculous thing to say. I don't think they're asking for it, but it's it's a shame it's gone on so long. But they they've obviously not done much, years it's been going not on. done much to help themselves. Well, then here they could have just you know, why are they even living with him? Oh right, well apparently this guy's been given twenty five life sentences. Our British Fritzel, mm-hmm. the actual original Fritzel. And his trial ended yesterday. Mm-hmm. Interestingly, he was um, got to he's got to serve nineteen and a half years. Right. So Fritzl got off a bit light. I think the Austrian um, legal system's a bit uh, less. I want to say pernicious, but that's not right. Harsh, let's say. That's harsh. Well, he'll die in prison, won't he? That's the main thing. Uh, I yeah, I guess. I don't know how old's Fritzl. He's old, isn't he? He looks old, but he's had a hard life with that, raping his own children and that. Double life, keeping him locked in the cellar. Will turning grey, which is one thing against it. David Cameron. Yes? He thinks he's so fucking clever, going on, ooh, ooh, there's a big time bomb, there's a big tax time bomb. Of course there's a fucking tax time bomb. What do you expect? Our economy is near collapse and it's not actually this country's fault. There's, you know, all this shit has come over from America. Very big proportion of it. Some, somewhere along the line, it's going to have to be paid for. And 1% rise in VAT, quite reasonable. These things happen. And once it's gone up for a while, probably, you know, once they're back on track, it'll come down again because it's like the interest rate, the Bank of England, it goes up, it goes down. VAT may well go up, may well go down. David Cameron needs to shut the fuck up. Um, is he? Is he a... Such a pointless little man in charge of a do-nothing party. Yeah, he is. That's what they called him today. Something mm. like that, wasn't it? Yeah. A do-right-loving woman who needs a do-right-loving man, I think is what Gordon Brown called him. A what? Do-right-loving. can't imagine Gordon Brown saying that. I no, think you've made that up. I have made it up, yes. You're right. You've seen right through that one. Straight right through it. God. We like X-ray specs. Um, what do you think of this fit-note thing? Stupid. It is stupid, isn't it? So every day when you're fit to go to work, you have to go and see the doctor again, note off them, rather than just waiting for the one day a year when you're sick. Or if you're me, of course, never. Um, you do get sick. I don't have days off work, though. But you do get sick. Hmm. I don't go to the doctor about it. Well, you're lucky with your health. Your physical health. No, not your mental health. <laughs> Um, well, there's the Krypton Factors coming back. 
Have we discussed this? I don't think we have discussed this no. before. Have you heard this news? I've not the heard this news. The Cryptopractor's coming back, you Is know. Is it going to be what's-his-face? I expect little Ben Shepherd's going to present oh. it. Not, not Gordon Gordon Banks? No, it wasn't Gordon Banks. Gordon... Gordon Thingamy-Bob. Gordon Ramsay. Gordon... Gordon Thingamy-Bob. Yeah, it's not him. I used to do first aid for the Cryptopractor. Did you? Mm-hmm. What, I can't, oh, now, can you remember how what happened in the Krypton Factor? Well, there's lots there's of puzzles tests, There's little tests. puzzles that you had to put, like, giant jigsaw, well, more complicated than a jigsaw, giant things together. And then there was, an, there was an assault course, wasn't there? Yeah. And then was there, like, a general knowledge quiz or something? Um, I can't, I think, I'm not sure if there was a general knowledge quiz. It was all, t- it was all little puzzles and tests and sort of yeah, mental arithmetic type stuff. Yeah, it was very good. Um, yeah, I was there for like if people graze their knees or got their finger trapped in one of the puzzles. No, no, just for the assault course. Oh, just right. for the assault course. Oh, that's that was outside, I guess. Wasn't mm. it? I used to really like that program, but as it sort of got crept into the nineties, the um, they started been doing that uh, where you fly a plane and land it. Oh yeah. A flight simulator. Yeah. And that sort of, I don't know, it took away from it, I thought. Do you think? I think yeah. a computer game, I think that's quite interesting. Hmm. Um, it'd be better if they actually flew a plane. I think it'd have been more interesting to see if they could do, like, a spider solitaire. That would be good. Well, I don't know if it makes good telly, though. Solitaire showdown might be good. Yeah. Two for at once. Um, the house prices, they're doing, like, like, um... Marks and Spencers mm-hmm. houses mm-hmm. they're having a one day sale um, where all prices are dropped by 20% mm-hmm. but they're going to carry that on for about six months um, have you got any got any news um, just that I'm, I'm so angry with the Government, I can barely speak. Do you want to? Get I'm, it out I'm most, mostly angry with the opposition, actually. We're just being fucking snidey little shitbags. <laughs> yeah, well, well, all they do is going, oh, it's a tax time bomb, it's a tax time bomb. They're, what would they do? Oh, they'd have never have got us into this situation in the first place. Yeah, of course, they're they fucking mad. Probably. But even, they'd have done it, it would have been even worse. Um, a big ship has arrived in the UK. Um, it's got um, loads and loads of containers on the back of it. It's going to take 400 lorries to take them away. And it's basically full of our Christmas, um, it says here. Christmas it arrives. We didn't have anything Christmassy in this country mm-hmm. until this arrived. Now we've got Christmas puddings, mince pies, hair straighteners, Christmas decorations, shoes. That's apparently <laughs> what it contains. <laughs> Everything you could possibly think of. And because I'm a girl, all I can think of is hair straighteners and shoes. Hmm. Would you like? Would, do you own a pair of hair straighteners? Right, I've got some from the dressing room. Mhm. Oh, yeah, I've actually I have had them out recently and I have used them. Mhm. Um, but it's, a, it's not not frequently. Are you excited about the shipment of mince pies? I'm more excited about the mince pies than the hair straighteners. Is that because you out. already have hair straighteners, but you don't? It'll cheer you up. Yes, it will. So you're excited about the hair straight, the mince pie, but not the hair straighteners. Yeah. What are you excited about? I'm on not the, on that on that ship. N- nothing. 
I wish nothing. I, I would leave it where it was. Okay. Well, let's have, a, let's have a bit of self-sufficiency. You see, it's from Christmas Island. If you had to be self-sufficient, if somebody said to you, right, within a month, you, you're going to have to fend for yourself, what would you do to prepare? Cress. Cress? Yeah. Is that it? Cress. Buy some beans and put potatoes in them. Okay, come on, right. Plant them. Here, here we, here we it's are. It's not going to happen. I was going to say I have to be self-sufficient. I've got a pepper plant already. Right, so, okay. You've got peppers. You've got cress. You've got potatoes. Why don't you do this already? Why do you have to wait until I tell you? <laughs> well, yours? I've not got a lot of space, really. And I am planning on moving soon. Mm-hmm. Can't bother to start growing potatoes. Lazy. Also, it's cold. I'm self-sufficient. No, you're not. I am. Where do you get all your stuff from? Little. Fridge. <laughs> don't know whose it is. I presume it's just grown there. Because I bought a potato once and it seems to keep repeating itself. <laughs> Every time I go there, there's another one. It's like the giant magic pepper. Same with cheese. Porridge pepper. I ran out and then there was some more in there, so I just ate that. I went back, there was more. Oh. Same with milk. Same with toilet roll, actually. Um, yeah. Same with cl- the the floor being cleaned and the hoovering and stuff like that. It's, it's done and it gets bad and then suddenly it's done again. It's like the magic, magic house. the magic porridge pot. And the elves of the shoemaker. Mm. Yeah, I, I have to do very little. <laughs> oh, I think you'll make me cry. Why? Um, apparently, um, there's some, some unnamed actress is going to dye her pubes white for Christmas. Um, I don't know why this is in the news. I know who it is. Who? Gemma Atkinson. Is she an actress there? She, have you seen her acting in anything recently? I've seen her acting in um, Thing Me Bob. Probably eight, four years ago. Less than that. Oh, it's less. It's less than that since Gemma left. To me, she'll always be one of the main characters. Um, Amy Winehouse. She's been in the news again this week. For well, because um, Blake is out of prison. He's been, got out of prison on the condition he goes straight into rehab, which is. Uh, and um, basically they're on the rocks uh, she's got into a private clinic having apparently collapsed um, for, from a series of medications I think we all know what that means she's very very poorly mm-hmm. um, but actually it says here that she's not really that bad but she is, she's quite happy being in the private clinic because it means she can avoid him for a bit just hang out with Mitch her pops Oh, uh, taxi driver daddy. Yeah. Do you reckon they'll listen to Vanessa together from the clinic? Mm, I think they might phone in if they do another fascinating thing about what they think of Mamma Mia again. So I know Amy Winehouse didn't like Mamma Mia. Did she not? No. Did, and you found it fascinating? Not fascinating. I found it very surreal and Baffling. very weird. Baffling is more like it. At the end of it, were you glad it was over? Well, it happens at the end. You go, fucking hell. It sort of finishes. The story finishes. And you go, fucking hell, that was really weird. And, and then you go, right, I'm ready to... Oh, no, hang on. It's not actually finished. It's going to get a bit weirder where they all the people just come on um, dressed in full-on ABBA outfits on a stage set and just do some more performing with, like... And it's like kind of... Co- um, Mr. Darcy mm-hmm. dressed as Gary Glitter dancing does, around the stage. Does he go in water at any point? 
No, I think that may be why I didn't like it. Didn't understand it because he didn't go in the water. Mm. He turns out to be gay. Does he? Yeah. That explains a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. But yeah, it was baffling film. Baffling. Did you not walk past him once? No. Who was it that walked past him? Mm, no. <laughs> Probably various people I've been in the time. Oh, no the one's ever walked past him, apart from one person who told me they walked past him. But I'm not sure. I can't remember. It might have even been me, or maybe I just made it up. <laughs> what an amazing imagination you have, seen. <laughs> um, no, but he was. Yeah, he was top off. Really? Yeah. That is quite imaginative. Soaked through with a little, little wet pair of trousers on. Shorts. Sure. Cut off. Cut off. Tight. Cut off denim shorts. And cod piece. <laughs> Vivid. Oh. Um, the the Emmys happened. What is the Emmys? It's an award. I don't know. I got really confused when it, they said the Emmys has happened. This is what's happened. You know, but they're all television programs. Um, so I realised it was a television awards ceremony. Um, apparently, <laughs> Zena's got a raw potato for a tea. Um, and some chocolate fingers. Thanks. Um, uh, apparently lots of British people did well. There's a woman called Lucy Kohu, who I don't know who she is, but she won an award. Um, David Suchet won an award, not for being Poirot, but for being uh, Robert Maxwell in a TV series. Uh, the the uh, IT slash it crowd, still haven't quite worked out how to say that, that won an award. And Sean the Sheep won an award. And the documentary about ballet won an award. So the British did quite well. Um, apparently that means we won everything basically. Isn't the only British award? No, it's American. Um, now as we've said, it's the twelve sort of days of Christmas or the twelve days of news prep before Christmas. And we've already done one recipe, haven't we? We've done a recipe. Oh yeah, we did crumble. Yeah, we did a it's crumble. Not a Christmas recipe. A credit, yeah. It, well, yeah, it's a credit credit oh, crunch Christmas a, okay. recipe. Oh, congratulations, by the way. Little Mark Owen. Oh, yeah. He's only had another little baby. Another one? I didn't even know he had one. Yeah. He, he had one a couple of years ago. He's had His partner mm-hmm. has given birth to a little girl. Lovely. Well, presumably a little girl. It's called Willow Rose. Nice name. I like the name Willow, but it seems to be becoming quite popular and common now. So. Why do you think that is? don't know. Because of Buffy? Well, I would have thought it would have been more popular a few years ago. So that's why I like it. And because of that little dwarf from the 80s. Which dwarf? The, the Willow. There was like a fancy film, wasn't there, called Willow. Willow the Wisp. Davis in it. You were Willow the Wisp, yeah. Hmm. Um, so, sorry, you were going to do a recipe. Yeah, well, it's credit crunch. So with, with the, um, the idea of the crumble was like, it, yeah, it's not necessarily a traditional Christmas recipe, but... It's a recipe. It's a recipe, it's tasty, it's stuff, you can make it from leftovers, and um, it's not an exact science. Um, so the recipe today is squirrel slash pigeon. Then this is for your main dish, your main meat dish. Right. Go into the park, get a pigeon. How'd you get it? Or a squirrel. 
would you do if the raisin thing with that? If you're a fruitarian, you get one. Find one that's dead already. Um, put them in a bag, take them home, skin them. You now skin them. Keep the furs or the feathers to one side because you're going to use those at a later date to dress the Christmas tree with. Um, shove them in the oven. The, the squirrel or the pigeon. Um, just get a baking tray, a little bit of oil or butter, whichever you've got, or some grease from the car or lard. Well, isn't a pigeon quite a fatty, a fatty bird anyway? Yeah, and so is the squirrel, but they need a little bit of something to get them going. Okay. But yeah, you don't need a lot. Um, so you put them in the oven, high temperature, just to actually kill any bacteria that might be on them. Um. And on top of it, you could chuck anything you've got from the cupboard, really. Uh, is this where you want to bring the raisins in? Oh, no, I was just thinking you could use the raisins, like, as we discussed, actually, the other day. You can replace the the um, the pigeon's eyes or the squirrel's eyes with raisins. Oh, no, no, I think to catch them with the food, with the sleeping. Oh, the Danny the Champion of the World yeah. method. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that does work. Victoria Park, Regent's Park, a park near where you live will have them. Uh, if it's a red squirrel, let, don't, let don't, it go. Don't do that. So eh? if, if it's a white pigeon, let it go. That's a dove. A peace dove. Um, other than that, it's fine. It 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 it's legal. You're allowed to poach as many as you want. Um, a squirrel will feed one one kid. So you want you want ideally have a few. You lie them all in the tray. If you've got half an onion knocking about, chop that up, chuck it on. Bit of salt, bit of pepper. Only if you've got it. You find, perhaps you've found um, half a swede. Or a carrot that's growing. A carrot top on it. Chop the carrot up and put that on top of the meat. And then use the carrot top and pretend it's coriander. And just chop it up finely and sprinkle it on. People think it's you know, proper seasoning rather than fake seasoning. Put it in the oven for two hours, uh, extra hour for good measure. And that's your So three hours. Well no, with me it's twenty minutes per pound plus an extra one for good measure. So with this it's um it's three hours. Okay. Is that it? Have you got some here for us to try? Yeah. Mmm, looks tasty. Mmm. Mmm. It's a bit burnt, I think. Yeah, is that some seeds I can taste on it? I had some lint seeds in the cupboard, so I chucked some of them on and some I had some lentils that I've never cooked. Oh, I've just remembered something. What? Squirrel's not vegetarian, is it? It's fruitarian. Okay. Dead already. I mean, you're the one that killed it. But it's one with it anyway. I mean, if it, surely. So, I mean, you could use roadkill. If you found a pheasant by the side of the road, dead, do you think you might as well just eat it? No. Why not? I'm a 
but you're a vegetarian because you don't want to be cruel to animals. Is that correct? And it's partly because of that, but partly also because I don't really like meat that much. But you like a bit of fake fake bacon or fake sausage or... Yeah, I don't like fake pheasant. Maybe real pheasant. <laughs> you know when we said, should we try and do newsbox underprepared? Mm-hmm. I don't think it was one of our best ideas. I was quite prepared. No, you? Mm-hmm. Uh, Peter Stringfellow went into Parliament yesterday and described in lurid, erotic detail what happens in one of his clubs. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, sold Pretty out down the stringies last night. Really? Full of MPs, all having uh, a naked woman writhe on their lap. And they all decided it was non-sexual, and they told their wives so too. Very good. And well, what was it Stringfellow said before about a little girl? Oh, he said it's um, no more erotic than going to a disco and seeing a little girl with her pants showing. A knicker showing. It was a bit. Did he not mention something about white cotton gusset? He said something like that, yeah. A bit wet. A bit wet, yeah, and he said a prepubescent girl as well. Yeah. With a a little rah rah skirt flying up in it. He said she's on the swings at the playground (laughs) and her skirt flies up. He He says it's not as as erotic as that. Did he mention anything about the baby after the Pampers packet? Yeah. <laughs> Cut out and keep babying. Good to string fellows. It's, it's as sexual as cutting a baby or pampers back it, if not less so. I'm going to wank over it. Do you think when peanut butter rings get together, it's like they just have a In the middle of the room, there's, they're, they're in a ring around a playpen, and in the middle of the playpen, there's a couple of babies fighting. <laughs> a wrestling baby. They'd probably be quite like sumo wrestlers, wouldn't they? Mm. Um, I think that probably will happen. Do you reckon you could drug a baby to make it fight? Or do you think it just mm. wouldn't? You'd have to you'd have to make it aggressive somehow. Um, you'd give it te- a lot of testosterone. Yeah. That'd be alright. Yeah. Or oestrogen to make it have tits. <laughs> baby with big knuckers. That would make it angry. A baby with big knuckers and pubes. <laughs> oh. It's a midget, isn't it? <coughs> Growing up midget. Um... <laughs> Uh, the jungle programme still going on. Mm-hmm. Did you see it last night? No, I was too busy preparing my. Actually, um, it wasn't on last night. Preparing recipe. It wasn't on last night. There was, a, there was some football on, I think. Yeah, uh, Wolves won against Sheffield United. Today? My dad used to like wolves. Piggy bastards. They're not piggies, they're wolves. Piggy, piggy bastards. Why? Wolves, is, their colours are gold and black. Piggy bastards. Racist pig, piggy bastards. Well, you'll find that po- wolves and pigs are natural enemies. Um, anyway, it looks like uh, David um, Van Day had to do another trial. This must have been on Monday when we didn't see it. And um, he said he'll be cock of the camp. I think he meant that in a like cock of the walk kind of way. Or like um, cock of the year. <laughs> no, really more, more. Like, did you have cock of the school? Cock no. of the year? No. Oh. No. Mm. I don't know what that means. It's like the biggest cunt in the year would be cock of the year. Oh no, this is no that he meant more like you know a cock of the walk. He means the like, you know like a, a, a he's like foghorn leghorn. He's like 
Fog Hall Lecon is what you have in Oxford. <laughs> anyway, let's go in the telephone box. And you kind of go, it doesn't look that bad. And look, there's that really good spider on his shoulder. Oh. Um, anyway, him and Nicola, apparently, they've got a bit of... Um, Flirting. No, a bit of rivalry. They don't like each other. She said she's, get, um, she's going to invite some of her friends from the camp. In fact, she said she's going to invite everybody apart from Timmy and David. <laughs> bit narrow-minded. I mean, I wouldn't have either of them at my wedding. I wouldn't invite her either, though. I would invite Lester Ranson. Do you know her? No. I'd invite her, though. Um, if you had to pick a bridesmaid out of the people in... I'm a celebrity to get me out mm-hmm. of there. Which one would you choose? Um, I would choose... I can't remember who's on it. Anton Deck. A bridesmaid? Yeah. What about husband? Oh, Anton Deck. No, they're your bridesmaids. Weirdly. Well, can I, can I have marry, no. can I marry Deck and have Anton as a bridesmaid? You made your first decision. I said, but who would be your bridesmaid? You decided you wanted two. It's very lavish. <laughs> I didn't even think you wanted to get married. <laughs> um, I'd marry... Um, uh, I can't remember who's in either. Mm, I don't really like any of them. Oh, um, the gay Star Trek fan. I like him. Okay. So you've married him? Yeah. And that could be a bridesmaid. Yeah. Yeah. Funny old wedding, that. Oh, it would be a funny old wedding. Seeing as I've been restricted in my choice to people who are in I'm a celebrity, get me out of it this year. I know, but you've picked, you've picked oddly, I think. Well, who would you marry then? Well, bloody Kilroy. Well, you've picked a gay man. I think that's odd. Mm-hmm. Who would you pick? Simon from Blue? Yeah, probably. He's quite handsome, actually. But imagine, a bit dull. Um. Or Timmy Mallet. Probably Timmy Mallet, actually. And, uh, He's your type. And I'd have, um... Carly Zucker is my bridesmaid. Mm, she might. Um, I think the no, problem, she won't. I think she might. No, she won't. She might. She won't. She might. No, you've seen it all with her. This, you know, she's always at one hundred percent. You see, I'm only. I'm only about fifteen percent. Okay. <laughs> so don't worry about that. Uh, I'll deal with that. Uh, who'd be your maid of honour? Well, I want to be one about the deck, or is it could it be someone completely different? Yes, someone to do with the jungle. Uh, Esther Anson. Good choice. Yeah, she's a good choice, I think. Although, m- making an old woman be your maid. A widowed woman be my maid? Do you think that's kind of cruel? <laughs> so cruel. Oh. It's a bit humiliating for her. That yeah, but that Nicola, point, no, she's gone into the jungle. What's she Nicola looking for? That would probably enjoy it. Um, I don't think I get on with her so much. I think you would actually. I think you're very similar. <laughs> very similar, actually. In what way? Uh, both got big tits. Mm. Mm. I don't think that's necessarily true. Uh, well, hers aren't real, but no, hers are, aren't they? No. Aren't they? No, she keeps saying, oh, it's their first birthday, so... Oh, for God's sake. They certainly don't look real. They look like pecs. 
giant packs. Um, let's uh, let's switch off. Yeah, I think we should because frankly, you're boring me. <laughs> well, you just you you pay no attention to me. That's really boring. You reading? I know because it's more interesting than listening to you. So switch this off outside and knock your bloody next time. Off your next case. time, Zena. Read the bloody paper. So you've got some news to talk about. I have to keep talking about bloody Kilroy. I have not mentioned Kilroy. You have now. <laughs>